Okay, so this is kind of a floating episode, right? We don't know when it's posting. No. It's not our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. It's not my birthday episode because you're fighting for something special. So this is just if we have a week where something happens, like maybe Christmas week or something, where if we can't record. I don't know. We don't know when this one is going to air, but we want to still give it to you every single week. It's just like if we're busy or something, then this will pop up. Or if it's during like my work's busy season, which I'm I'm on slow season right now, and that's why. However, if we do not record Christmas week, which I say there's a decent chance we won't because I think Tuesday is a Christmas Eve. Oh, is it? We, before that... We should probably make some sort of, well, I guess we can do Christmas stuff the episode before, because Christmas is on a Wednesday. So if we air it after Wednesday, then it'll be the one before that, that we do Christmas stuff on anyway. All right. Disclaimer, I am going to butcher people's names. Don't come at me. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. If we ever mess up a name, we apologize. I'm sure it's going to happen a lot. Oh, but you know what? You know what I find funny? The girl that told me I butchered someone's name was writing to me in a direct message that had my name, and she still misspelt my name. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Right? Also, it's the same girl that says that we smoke pot all day. Hey, fun fact. I've never smoked pot in my life. I have never smoked anything. No pot, no normal cigarettes, nothing. Oh, the smell is awful. I mean, yeah. Hey, we'll do edibles, but not smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And only when we're on vacation. Because sadly, it's not legal here or where you live. Yeah. We did take this lovely trip to uh, Las Vegas once, though, for work. Oh, my God. And uh, we did have an edible there where it's legal. And both of us just laughed for like 20 minutes and then fell dead asleep. Oh, my God. But let's face (laughs) it. Like, we were working what? Like, toll... All fucking day. We had to find a 24-hour uh, dispensary in order even to buy said edible. That is very true. Because it was, like, really late. And we were like, we really need this. And then we just laughed our asses off and crashed. And it was wonderful. It okay. Was good. Okay. You got my Harry Potter mug. That Red Bull. We can talk about her. All right. All right. Once again. Do this. I'm going to butcher. I will probably butcher her name. And if I also... Disclaimer, if we get little things wrong, such as it was 400 feet, not 500 feet that someone was found, bear with us. We are just... We do not claim to be professionals. We claim to be interested people trying to start a discussion. Yes. And if you would like to join in in the discussion, give us your theories or corrections, feel free to uh, give us emails. And if they are productive... We will talk about them back with you. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. And also, 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 some of these are really, really, really small cases. Um, That's why I do the mini soaps and stuff. With that, I don't have a lot of information. So I do come to social media and asking for people for their opinions or if they know any more information. Also, if you say, hey, I don't want to talk about it. That's totally fine. That is your opinion, and that's fine. But if you come at me for butchering stuff or messing some stuff up, uh, at, at the same time, I, I ask for your opinion first. Also, if you are offended by any crude humor, don't listen. All right, that's fair. Yes, warning. This is 
explicit and adult and not for children's ears. And that is also why we have it as explicit on every single platform. And sometimes we make crude jokes and but you know what? That's that's kind of our humor. And you don't like it, don't listen. It is not supposed to be with any disrespect towards any people. We are talking about them because we would generally genuinely like these cases solved. Exactly. All right, we'll get into this. So we're not talking about housewives for an hour or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives. I don't want to talk about housewives. Let's talk about something interesting. They may be interesting later, but we will talk about that later. (laughs) I'm sure I'm confusing the shit about out of people. Especially if they're housewives and say we went on a work trip in the same sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if they're listening to this backwards. Yeah, it's all technically true, though. We did go on a work trip, and we still kind of are housewives. Yes. Give me two seconds. Uh, It's Michelle's pill time. Okay. Purse? Okay. Sorry about that. I'm back. You're good. All right. Okay. Okay, so this is on... Tina Janos. Again, I probably butchered her name. I am sorry. J-A-N-O-S-E. How would you say it? Oh my gosh, not to get too off topic, but I'm pretty sure there's a person named Tina in my case we're going to do on Tuesday. Really? I don't know. Send it to me. Let me let me try to read it. And yes, really, there's a Tina. It's J. Her last name's Sharp, J- though, so hopefully that's okay. J-A-N-O-S-E. J-A-N-O-S-E. Yeah, like Ganos. Is the J silent? Like, I don't know. I, wa- I just want it to be like Thanos. Thanos. Oh my Thanos. god, now we're getting back into uh, into our work trip again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Thanos and the snap. <laughs> okay, off topic again. You're the one that said let's not go off topic here. <laughs> no, I said let's not go off topic for an oh, hour. Okay. Let's not- Okay. (laughs) We have to go off topic at some point. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm just going to call her Tino. Tina. And, uh. Yeah, please don't call her Tino. Tito. 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 Hey, Tito's my next one. Really? (laughs) No, 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 no. It's not Tito. It's Rico. 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 Rico is. So, and you know what? I just have to disclaimer again. I, there's another Frank that comes up in this case. Again, I swear every case I have, and I have a bad experience with a Frank, okay? Not a Frankie, not a Franklin, just Frank. They're evil. Should we just fill people in and let them know? By bad experience, she means she was abused by an ex named Frank. So was my son to the point that he was like three months old and had bruises on him like honestly who the fuck hits a three-month-old that is just so he was trying to hit me but missed who hits someone holding a three-month-old he put me down on the bed and then literally had a full fist and tried to hit me and my son was laying on my arm and missed and hit him okay yeah it's just awful so that's a bad experience that's why i and you know what? If you're a Frank and you're a good guy, I apologize. I, if you are a good guy named Frank, please let us know. 
Give us a story yeah. or something. Give so us that we can, so uh, we can we can balance this out. Because so far, it's just been an awful, Franks have been awful. Not Franklins, not Frankies, Franks. Okay. That's my other disclaimer. But if you are a Frank and you're a good guy, give us a good story. And we will talk about it. There. Okay. So Tina was a happy 10-year-old who lived in... I'm probably going to butcher this too. Watina, Florida? W-A-H-N-E-T-A. It's probably so far from what either of us pronounce. Okay. Well, I'm spelling it up in the out West for and- these people. So there. <laughs> we admit we don't know the names of this city. No, we do not. But I am trying here. Okay, on the night of Friday, October 30th in 1981, Tina and her siblings, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old brothers, they were watching a scary movie while chowing down. Wait, three-year-old brothers? Does she have twin brothers? No, 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 a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. They're both brothers. Oh, they're both brothers. Got it. They were chowing down Kentucky Fried Chicken, which that is a crime. I like Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC. Oh. Oh, (laughs) which that is a crime in its own because, well, I mean, I guess when you're that young, though, you don't really have taste buds. So it's good to them. Okay. The children went to bed at 11 p.m., which I mean, it's kind of late for little kids, but whatever. I mean, it was the night before Halloween, so they probably didn't have school the next morning. So what type of school gets off for Halloween? my daughters yeah your preschool you pay way too much no okay but see i said friday october 30th oh okay i don't have school the next day okay okay that makes sense her mother and her boyfriend jimmy whitfield which i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i said that right i I don't know how to mess that one up (laughs) um said sometime after that tina possibly went outside possibly to check on her pet rabbits Oh, she has rabbits. Um, Also, to kind of paint the picture, too. So they live in a trailer park. And so right outside the trailer park, she has these pet rabbits. And Tina was an avid animal lover. She loved these rabbits. And she probably heard a noise outside and thought it was a cat. There had been a cat who had been coming around the rabbit hutch. So she was kind of worried that the cat might get it. Okay, Mm -hmm. so her mother isn't exactly sure. Remember, also, this is 1981, so her mother said, yeah, she too heard a sound, but she just figured it was a rabbit or a cat. She didn't see her daughter after that. I mean, it was 11 p.m. when they went to bed. I'm sure that her mom was also exhausted and was like, well, I already put them in bed, and it's not out of Tina's, out of the ordinary for Tina to go and check on her rabbits. Okay. Um, Her mother thought that she went to bed. Because after that, she didn't hear any other sounds. So, so as we know, we have cats and stuff, and we know that they just make noise, especially at night. If I knew my kids were going to bed and I thought it was just an animal making noise, I, I wouldn't think anything of it. I mean, my cats make noise all the time at night, you know? I'm sure yours do, too. They're crazy, especially, like, at 2 a.m. Sometimes, yeah. Well, and plus, I have three cats and 
two dogs and one dog is always out always chasing the cats so i could totally see like it's a you know it's heard a sound like yeah okay nothing of it you know oh yeah okay so saturday morning she was found strangled sexually abused (gasps) and found under the overpass the 1-4 overpass again if i get the overpass wrong i'm sorry okay there were indications that she had men may have been thrown over the overpass but that has never been confirmed they suspect that she was thrown because her body was partially off the road and on the road she was found nude and beaten so bad that you could see her bones oh her own clothing was used to strangle her and they found it around her neck she was lying face down her hands were bound with a gold belt that belonged to her oh yeah so in the morning you know before this her mother called the kids to breakfast and realized tina was not coming she went to go get her out of bed and realized that she was nowhere to be found she just figured oh well you know she probably went to go and see the bunnies when she realized that yeah. she couldn't be found at 7 30 she called the detectives and the police ha- at this point have already found the body from a few joggers oh. and they were able to take photos of the beaten tina and show them to her mother for her to identify her oh my gosh i know oh my can gosh. you imagine like uh, here's photos of your no. dead beaten 10 year old daughter can you identify them ah no it gets me just no okay so you're gonna make me cry i'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) so uh tina's dad lived in michigan at the at the time and he had a solid alibi but that doesn't stop the theories her dad didn't have custody of her he did know where she lived though and was angry with his ex-wife uh, for you know not having custody for whatever reason and who knows there's a theory okay. that she he could have abducted and killed her <sighs> another theory is that the boyfriend could have done it now let me note i don't think any of the male authority figures in her life did anything but it is a theory um there is a there was no forced entry and that she was taken in the middle of the night and raped and threw off the overpass. It would explain that there was no forced entry and why she had the bed sheet tied to her. It was her own bed sheet. That's so just sickening. Another theory is that there's this one-time suspect named Frank Potts. Of course. (laughs) Here we go with the Franks. I swear, I don't find them. They find me. Again, I don't like him and I don't trust him just because his name's Frank and Franks are never good. Uh, But, you know, I I can't judge this one Frank because, yeah. Anyway, um, the suspect came up because he also lived in the same area at the time that Tina was murdered. And there was also another girl named Catherine who was 13 that was found murdered, sexually abused, and thrown off the same overpass around the same time of Tina's death. And 
okay. he was convicted for Kath, um, Catherine's murder, and he also pled guilty to her murder. He was also convicted of murdering a teenage boy who was with Catherine at the time. He had still claimed that he was innocent, though, to killing the boyfriend. Interesting. So he claimed he claimed guilty, but he claimed innocent to killing the boyfriend. But he claimed guilty to Catherine. Okay. So Frank said he did know Catherine, but he never knew Tina. And he claims that any... So he was a suspect in Tina's murder, too, just because of Catherine and the nature of it. And he claims that he was he's innocent of any charges against Tina that were against him. Here's the most okay. interesting theory, is that a serial killer who killed is the one that killed this little girl, Tina. The detectives who reopened the case, Gampavato, again, I am terrible. Um, at names <laughs> is confident that is the um, detective that's his last name he's confident that this killer is named James Norman Olmar a link Lakeland man with a bizarre sexual fetish and a history of breaking into homes uh, months after Tina's murder Omar, who was 24 at the time, was arrested after a 10-year-old Lakeland girl was kidnapped like, jo- um, like Tina and thrown off the I-4 overpass. So another one that is not Catherine and that is not Tina, he was convicted of. So, okay, that's, that's a decent possibility then. I want to know why, though. Why is there this guy, Frank? And this guy, James, who had the exact same overpass and were convicted. Um, so this Lakeland girl, I think, I, th- I want to know why both of them were convicted. I think the issue is that this other girl, I could not find her name, but this other girl was in a different county. And so that they may have had like different jurisdictions and stuff. And they just didn't tie yeah. up because, I mean, this was in the 1981. So yeah, who knows? Sure. I mean, maybe actually uh, Frank is totally innocent of both charges that were ever against him. Maybe it never added up, you know, because James Omar was sentenced to 80 years in prison and he died in 1996 with under somewhat okay. murky circumstances. He was taken to... Um, a hospital right before he died. Investigators said that Omar died from respiratory failure, but the state prison officials gave them a few details um, under confidentiality rules. So there is suspect that uh, James Omar was technically murdered in his cell, which, well... If that's the truth, that I can't really blame them. But you know, now there's no there's no more answers. You know. Okay. Yeah. So at the time in 1982, their arrest and the attack on this other ten year old individual that I could not find her name, Omar seemed to be the prime suspect in Tina Tina's killing as well. But he went and talked to detectives. Yeah. 
uh, for reasons they aren't entirely clear. Um, James Omar uh, wasn't interviewed later, and he was just sent to prison. So the detective on that was working with us, again, I'm probably going to butcher his name. Detective, you have uh, such a long name, and I'm going to mispronounce it. Just going to call you detective <laughs> to be safe. Is certain that James Omar murdered Tina. Okay. He is 100% certain that she's the one, that he's the one that did it to Tina. Uh, the sheriff's office have never officially cleared other suspects in the case. So Frank is still a suspect and um, James Omar is still a, a suspect in this case. And there are a few others being the father figures. They have never been cleared. They are still persons of, of interest in this case. The detectives are helping though with new evidence and DNA, they can help solve this case. I mean, it's been done many times coming up yeah. now, you know? I mean, it's, the technology is advancing so crazy. Like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of really cool stuff that can be done now. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, okay, so if they're 100%, if they're, like, so sure that, um, that Omar did it, but this other county is sure that Frank did it to this other girl, but he's claiming, he's like, he said, yes, I did it to this girl, but no, I didn't do it to the boyfriend. Um, makes me wonder, though, under certain circumstances, because we've heard of this before, if he did a false confession just to try to, like, make his sentence, like, lighter or whatever. Oh, you yeah. Know? Makes That's, me wonder if yeah. he is completely innocent. Okay. I think it's possible. So what makes the detective sure that he's going to crack this uh, case? He says that, you know, the case, uh, he's actually putting it all together with this Catherine, um, this Catherine girl who was tossed over the overpass and Tina and this other 10-year-old girl. He's, like, connecting them all together. And I do believe that Frank Potts is still in prison right now. Oh. So he's been in prison for... Over 40 years. I think he's still, from what I understand, he's still in there. Which, if he is innocent, is just... Awful. I cannot imagine anything worse than being in prison and be, like, knowing you're innocent. Especially for such a heinous crime like that. Like, raping and murdering a 10-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, they're not nice to child rapists in mm -mm. prison. So, if they think you did that... yeah. Well, yes. it actually would very surprise me if he's still alive. I I do believe that he is, though. Oh. So, um, James Olmar admitted to dragging this 10-year-old girl out of her bedroom while she was sleeping, threatening to kill her, and drove her around for hours before murdering her and then raping her corpse. What was the point in driving her around for I hours? He said finally in his testimonial that he pulled her out of the car and forced her to the side of the overpass wall and she clung to the railing and he then strangled her and raped her and then she, he dropped her 20 feet from the ground. Oh my gosh. He was convicting of attempt, you know, of murdering her, kidnapping her, and burglary, and burglary, and he was sentenced to 80 years in prison. Um, 
So, and he actually. And how old was he at this time? Omar, he was, let's see, I think he was 24. Isn't that what I said? Yep, 24. Jeez. He had friends and family that were backing him up saying that he was completely innocent too. But he didn't have an alibi? Nope. Ugh. And then he, you know, they said it was a respiratory. This was Omar. This was the guy that fully, like, he was in prison, but he claimed that he didn't do it. But DNA evidence may point to him. The incident in May 1982 over this girl, this 10-year-old girl, um, the mother um, actually watched him take her daughter, force her into the vehicle, and ran off. And then, uh, and then she called nine one one right away. The ten year old girl that I don't, I couldn't find her name of. There oh was in this report though that said that she, um, actually watched it happen. I mean, how awful! Unspeakably awful. Yeah, yeah, it was just awful. So how um actually, Omar was actually caught was another attempt to murder and rape another girl. So um. There was another one. So he actually grabbed this girl from her bed while she was sleeping and threatened to kill her and threatened to kill her dad that actually saw this happen. He pulled her in the car, forced her on the side of an overpass wall where she clung to the railing, and he dropped her 24 feet from the ground. He did not rape her, and he did not successfully murder her. her. Her father went into his car and followed this man and finally was able to hold him at gunpoint until the police arrived. And that is what officially sentenced him to 80 years in prison. Oh my god. I mean gosh. how heroic of that guy, of that dad, you know? He held him at gunpoint yeah. until uh deputies arrived to arrest him and yeah. they didn't at the same time, he didn't know, like, if his daughter was alive. He just threw her over 24 feet. And this incident was very close to Tina's home. What? So, I I don't understand how this Frank Potts was convicted. I mean, I get it. Like, it was different jurisdictions and stuff. But when this is going on, like, I think uh, Frank, let's see, when he was arrested... Because Omar was arrested in 1982. And this happened to Tina in 1981. Let's see. When was Frank arrested? As much as I really don't like Frank's. But he wasn't arrested for Tina's. He was also arrested for Catherine's. He was just named a person of interest. But that's just interesting that this other guy, you know, um, just a year after Tina was found, that... This Omar guy uh, was caught uh, at, at an attempted murder and kidnapping, and yet this Frank guy was still under, you know, persons of interest. I mean, they still haven't been cleared. He still hasn't been cleared. Omar hasn't been cleared, and his mom's boyfriend and her dad still have not been cleared. They are all still persons of interest. I feel like, I mean, that's a lot of uncleared people. I know. I feel like it should be pretty much. I mean, he's convicted of this. He already admitted 
Omar already admitted to doing it to another girl. There's Tina that happened and the Christine girl that happened to, too. That is four girls. This is a serial killer. I, I don't understand why the dots are not connected. I guess it's because DNA wasn't available back then. And I, I just really hope that, you know, they can put the DNA and clear this guy's name, this Frank, that, hey, you know what? I feel for you, dude. Even though you have an awful name, I feel for you. Unless he did it. Unless he did it. I don't know. I mean, my theory is that it was a serial killer and it was this um, James Olmar and the dots just haven't been fully connected because of DNA. I think that that freaking pause is innocent. And it's very sad that, you know, that there is a majority of people that are in jail for stuff that they didn't commit, especially a heinous crime like this. Well, sure, because they're too busy filling prisons with people who, you know, smoke a little weed. (laughs) Which is apparently what we do. Oh, yes. All the time. That's sarcasm there, people. Yeah. I <laughs> legit never done it. Me neither. Oh, okay. So it was early 1990s when Frank Potts was um, suspected to be um, Tina's killer. So it was about eight to nine years after it's passed that he was named a suspect. Okay. And with that, they say that, you know, Frank Potts might be a serial killer. And I, I'm on, I'm on board with, I think it, I think it was Omar. Um, both of these men though, Frank and Omar, James, James Omar and Frank Potts both lived in the area. They were both close to the area. Uh, and Frank did admit to knowing Catherine, but not Tina. Um, Catherine's boyfriend was murdered as well. So I guess probably, they could have had some motive with Frank knowing both of them. But in my heart of hearts, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Here's another question. So there were several other situations. What if it was some sort of cover up? What do you mean? What if hers was done? Like when she was taken from her house to look like these other ones so so that someone else would be she was the first one they found all the other ones followed suit so hers was in 1981 and hers was the first one found and the other ones were from 1981 to 1982 so and it's kind of i mean that's a short span too I mean, it's like a year, you know, that four girl. this happens to four girls. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. I guess I was thinking because it talked about multiples, but with her being the first, I guess that doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, she was the first uh, one that they found that was like that. And then after after suit, then um, Catherine and then the other 10-year-old girl that was taken um, that was found. And then that other one, the other teenage girl that was that um the dad found like watched it happen followed him and pointed a gun at james almar until the police could arrest him and i can't believe that she survived a 20 foot fall off the overpass and thankfully she wasn't um raped or anything and it doesn't say her name I'm thinking because, you know, she's a minor. And the other 10-year-old Lakeland girl was not named as well, probably because her parents didn't okay. want it out there. 
Got to respect sure. that. Well, they may not have wanted people like knowing who they were and tracking them down and bugging right. them. Well, and the detective has become focused also on this um, James Olmar. He was caught red-handed. <laughs> so, but was he a copycat? And, okay, and also with James Olmar, I'm just going to throw this out there. The girl was in her teens. It doesn't say exactly how old she was. She was in her teens. The other ones were all 10-year-olds. They were all 10-year-olds. But is she young enough looking that she looks like she could be a 10-year-old? I don't know. I mean, well, that also depends, too, in her teens. Is she 13 or is she 17? Because if she's 13, her looking like 10-year-olds can sound a lot more probable than if she's 17. That's just such a broad range, but it does break away from that MO a little bit. So yeah, that makes it kind of difficult. But it does. Do you think serial killers break their MOs on purpose? I think so. I think sometimes, yeah, to kind of like throw people off off a little bit, you know? Yeah. I think so. Like- well, um, well, and also, you know, look at Ted Bundy. He wasn't in one county. He even said that he did it in different counties so that the trace couldn't be put back to him because they didn't talk to each other, you know? Oh, yeah. Which is why Frank like- Potts and James Omar were both convicted, not of the same girls, but the basically the same exact crime. I would really like to believe that... Um, we talk like districts and stuff talk more now than they did back then. I hope so and I think that they do I think more I think it's more open now I think they have more of an open network I mean I guess I'm not really behind the scenes but why aren't you behind the scenes become a police officer so that we know or an investigator god damn it I should that's your new task okay good to know Become an investigator so that then we know if they're contacting each other. So, with this information, do you think it was two separate ones? Do you think it was all the same person? And who do you think it is? I don't know. The The different age thing does throw me off a little mm-hmm. bit to thinking it could be two. But one of them's a copycat. Copycats are creepy because oh they like, are. They get so obsessed that you just can't know what they're gonna yeah. do. Yeah. So I he could have been a copycat. You know. You think there is two? Okay. Yeah. And I don't think. I do not think that it was either her biological or. The boyfriend's mom. I don't think it was either of those. I think what happened is she went out to go check on the rabbits and someone was in that neighborhood. Frank, Omar, don't know. And just picked her up. I mean, it was 11 o'clock at night. It was dark. But here's my question. Is if they grabbed her while she was out checking rabbits, how did they get her bed sheet? That's a good point. Like, I thought about that at first too. Like, oh, it'd be so easy to grab her while she's just already outside. But her bed sheet yeah so and also um i did have this in my notes i don't think i mentioned it so um 
her mom was also saying, okay, so they lived in a trailer park and they lived in a trailer and her and her boyfriend slept at one end and her brothers slept in one bedroom and then she slept in a second bedroom and they were at the other end of the trailer. So what if the end of the trailer, I don't know. I don't know also if there was no forced entry, but who knows? Who knows if they forgot to lock the door or a window was open. Or if she forgot to lock the door when she did come back in. Yeah, she could have not even thought about it and not locked the door from having the bunnies. And how easy would it be to slip in, grab her? If you'd been watching Mm -hmm. her. Because odds are this person was watching her. Especially if they had her bed sheet, you know. So. Yeah. They've probably been watching her before. Unless she took the bed sheet outside with her. It was cold or something. something. Yeah. That's a possibility too. I mean, it seems a little strange, but then again, she is 10. You never know. Yeah. Maybe like she crawled into bed at first and then heard a noise, thought it was the bunnies or the cats that were out there, went out there and someone just grabbed her. How easy would have that been? Easier than I would like it to be. It's disgusting. This freaking, when I was doing this, it made me cry so freaking hard. (sighs) That's, it's so much. It's so much. And, like, throwing her off of a fucking overpass. Yeah, that's, like, ugh. Can you imagine, like, I can't even think, like, being someone, like, driving under that underpass. Mm -hmm. So, and this also makes me think, okay, well, maybe it was too different because, um, so Frank was convicted, uh, as guilty with Catherine and that boy that was with her, that teenage boy that was with her. Okay. We don't um I'm assuming it's a friend. It didn't name him. Um probably again parents choice. But the other ones are all single girls. And it wasn't like unless unless you know they were they didn't see the other boy, but it's like taking two people on versus one is so that's another one too. It, but it, Frank said that he did know Catherine. So how easy would it have been? Like, oh, let's all go hang out. And trust was a thing there and stuff. So it kind of throws me through a loop a little bit. You're allowing me to sit in my own office. I am allowing you to sit in your own office. Do you feel special? Considering I can't use my office computer, at least I can sit in here. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys need to make enough money to buy me a new laptop so I can use my own fucking computer. How about you make your cell phone money? Bills. Oh, goddamn bills. God damn us for being us an adult. Hey, why don't you be like my sister, Caitlin? 
And you just, you know, go on vacation several times a week and then go to my mom's house and complain that you can't buy your own food. Can you take me with you? Because apparently she goes like Tokyo. Yeah, she does. She went to Tokyo twice in one year. Yeah. And then, you know, and then she has concert tickets and everything. And she's like, no, I won them. And I'm like, okay, why aren't you selling them to buy food? Fucking idiot. Because food's overrated. You don't really need No. Food. It's a luxury. Yes, food is a luxury. I'm going to tell that to my five-year-old when he comes home from school and he's hungry. <laughs> it's pretty usual. It's, yeah, Dustin just needs Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> Dustin's body is not normal. No, Dustin's body is not normal. He eats, like, sweets and drinks Mountain Dew all day long and somehow is still... Like, as, like, a toothpick? That's because he's on testosterone yeah. shots. Legally. That's legally, he says. Make sure you say We that. gotta say that. It's all legal. It's all doctor it prescription is. approved. But. But we smoke weed all that day. That still doesn't change the fact we can't compare him to other people. Someone claimed that we smoke weed all day last night. I'm a good person. You're a good person. I have two kids. You have two kids? Yeah. So that makes you a good person? Yes. And then they're still alive? And I have a crazy-ass wife. That I put up with every day. Oh my god, he calls me crazy. How uh, how touching is that? I he said I like you I more than than I like him. Does he feel threatened? Do you by feel me? threatened by Aubrey? No, I'm just stating a fact. Oh, he's just stating a fact. I don't feel threatened. I know you're not gonna leave me for Aubrey because Aubrey would not put up with our kids. A. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> I said A. I'm not jealous that, well, I'm not jealous that she'll leave me for you because A, I know that you would not put up with my kids, <laughs> and B, I forgot what my B was. Well, the main thing is you wouldn't put oh, up with my kids. There are very few winners in parenting. That is very true. The parents always lose. You uh, you will never leave Dustin. No, I will never leave Dustin. My wife, my wife and girlfriends call you my girlfriend frequently, so they're always like, if I get on Marco Polo, they're like, how is your girlfriend? Hey, Dustin says I can have a girlfriend and I don't have to leave him. See, <laughs> it's... We are just... Plus, uh, I... raising the kids alone. If you see how you're the kids. By the way. Hey, I hear our theme. Yes, I did set that as my ringtone. Don't judge me. We are in a very awesome relationship that involves no physical happenings yeah we're just we're unbiological sisters yeah we have a very good very close actually you're a lot better relationship with me than my sisters because my sister besides one is crazy that's why our kids are like cousins almost all right guys okay thanks for listening thanks for putting up with our shit our shenanigans and our mispronouncing names because i did that a lot this episode it's okay you do it a lot always they need to get used to it it's just a common thing all right common denominator and people we're gonna try this (laughs) keep Keep, fucking keep fucking going okay that was better that was better um also before we fully end please feel free to uh follow us on instagram facebook and Send any theories or comments or theories, comments, or suggestions to our email. Please note if they're negative. We probably won't respond to you. Yeah, we'll read them, but honestly, we don't give a shit. We know, and 
we don't care. So if it's negative, don't waste your time. If it's positive, well, we might share your theory or use your comment. So go ahead and talk to us. And keep fucking keep going. fucking going. Rate us on iTunes because it does more than you know. Thank you very much. Oh, hey, panda, panda, panda bear girl, panda babe girl. Okay. Anyway, thank you for your nice review. Don't have it right here, but I do remember it was something like that. Yeah, we have crude humor, but we're still we have cool murder stories. So. Thank you for your review. Thank you, Patreons, Jack and Jen. And then thank you, Jacks, J-A-C-X-X-X, for your review also on Stitcher. We appreciate you. More than you can possibly know.